Hello, everybody, and welcome to this new edition of Matt's Heart of Thoughts Podcast. And on this episode, I am joined by two of probably the 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 silliest kindy acts in the world right now. And they come to us from Santa Monica, California, and they're the husband and wife duo of Andrew Markin and Polly Hall, which are better known as Andrew and Polly. Now, me and Andrew and Polly have come a long, long way, and our relationship started way back in 2020 when I first heard Wow in the World. Then I looked through their social media pages, their Facebook, and their official websites to see what else and what kind of attention they've been getting. Then I saw an article about kids' podcasts' recommendations, and I, I believe so. And then I first clicked on this show called Air Snacks with Andrew Polly. Then I heard the episode about Mindy Thomas, or rather with Mindy. I fell in love with Andrew Polly's silliness. And it was later on, a few months later, when I first heard their road trip mixtape episodes that I discovered the independent children's music genre. And I fell in love with the music. And I mean, without Andrew and Polly, I wouldn't be where I am right now. But anyway, uh, this interview, the interview that you are about to hear, is my way of paying it forward, of saying thank you for their contributions to my life and to this rather lovely community. And I also get to talk to them about their podcast, Ear Snacks, and what it's like to create silly music for kids, what inspires them to make this music, and of course, the other musical jobs they've been doing. So I hope you enjoy this one with Andrew and Polly. you for so long ever since i discovered you in ear snacks and i guess it changed my life you know it it got me into the genre really <laughs> so well it's happening now yeah. we're doing it yeah, yeah it's talking. all coming together and it's yeah it's just one of my goals so who are you guys and how did you start how did you Oh my gosh, who are we and how yeah, did we start? Yeah, who are you, Andrew? Well, it was a foggy day in 1980 when I was born. No, I, I Was it foggy? I probably. It probably. Was, I was born in San Francisco. It's always foggy where Andrew is. Yeah. He just um, walks out the door and just <laughs> Polly and I both um, are professional musicians. Uh, we had different kinds of music careers doing studio composing work. And for fun, we thought we would make some children's music for some children we knew, some some nieces. And, yeah, uh, and how did you start? I mean, what what propelled you to start it, to get going? What well, I think every time we um, meet someone who likes one of our songs, it encourages us huh? to write more songs. <laughs> so Every when time you first... we meet someone who likes our music, we want to make more of it, you know, and... Um, when they tell us something they think is funny, then we think, oh, maybe they would think this other crazy, you know. Sometimes we write something and we're like, oh, no one could ever possibly like this. This is just some weird corner of my brain where this idea is. And then if somebody likes it, 
then we think, oh my gosh, maybe they'll like that other weird corner yeah, back over here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and we make another song. Yeah. I may want to ask, what was the first song you ever wrote? Because there were so many, there were so many, uh, so many good, so many uh, great songs you had, like the grape song, <laughs> which never leaves my head. That was I mean, definitely from a weird corner of brain. Sure. It predated uh, grapes, you know. No, it predated yeah, Bruno. So how did you get the image? I mean, what what made you want to write grapes? Okay, let's question. see what happened. Yeah. Well, you know, it's based on a true story, like a lot of songs. Um, uh, I actually did go to a party, and I actually did talk to someone. And as I was listening to this person talk, I actually had the thought, I don't even want to be here anymore. This is this is not how I want to spend my time. There was a lot of blah 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 at the party. There was also some fun things, but um, I did have the thought. I just get a, I want to go home. And um, I think the grapes part, I'm not sure how that started. I, I, you know, grapes have, they were not historically my favorite fruit. Right. Yeah. Uh, but there was a period of time when I was pregnant with our, our oldest child, Izzy. And I think maybe in that period, there was something about them that was, I was like, grapes. I need some, I need some grapes. I need them. Um, can you tell us a bit about your musical backgrounds before you started children's music? Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. I started playing violin when I was three. I had a next door neighbor who was older and she played the violin and I thought she was so cool. And I thought it was so neat that she played the violin. So I started asking, well, I think when I was two, I started asking my parents and telling them I wanted to play the violin. I wanted to play the violin. And they were like, leave us alone. You are a baby. <laughs> and I was like, I really want to, I really want to, I really want to. And then finally, when I was about three, they were just like, okay, fine. They got her a tiny violin. Then you, yeah. then you started Actually, playing you on. Start, you start with like um, just a pretend violin. You make out of <laughs> what anything. about Andrew? You know, mine was made out of a tissue box with a ruler. Mm. Wow. Inside. And then I had a pretend bow that was a pencil. <laughs> um, that was when you were growing up. That's my violin teacher started me. That was when you were growing up in the South, right? Method. Do what? That was when we were growing up in the South, from what I've heard. Yes, I was in Kentucky. Wow. And what about Andrew? Yeah, so, what was your yeah, so I started with the violin and then just, like, did never stop. When did I, you start playing? I started music? later. I started uh, playing piano in about third grade. Actually, um, I was in the woods, and I fell off a log, and uh, and I, I detached my retina, and that's when, in, in the process of getting my retina retached, my parents found out that I have this this vision condition. I'm blind, um, not totally blind, but blind enough. And they thought music would be a good thing for me to try it. So they started me taking piano lessons, and I I liked it okay, but I didn't really get into it until I had to, I got to stop taking lessons, and then I just started figuring it out by myself. Well, at least you still you have a vision like Bruno. <laughs> but you <laughs> yeah, can yeah. see the future. Can I? Oh, maybe that's how it works. Do you play any instruments? Yeah, what do you play? No. No, I don't. But I actually But you love music so much. Um yeah, I all it's I owe it to you really. I really owe it all to you and your snacks. So 
you're kind of aware of the whole scene uh, when you started, were you? Sort of. Were we no. aware of the whole scene? No. When we, we started were... the podcast or when we started? When we started Ear Snacks or when we started making music for When kids? you started making music and both also when you started Ear Snacks. No, when no. we started making music for kids, we really just wanted to make some music for some kids we knew. And then the more we did it, the more we got asked to do it. And especially when we moved out to Los Angeles, it turns out we were both working professionally in music, all like our jobs all day. Yeah. And what was your professional thing, Polly? Um, I was making music for commercials Ooh, and Andrew and... was making music for independent film. Wow. And... What a profile. I heard, I heard he, he, he did something called Mama's Mouth. Oh, we actually, we scored Mama Has a Mustache together? Yeah. So oh, cool. You guys are yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Then well, we realized when we were, we were making, um, our when we were doing our jobs in music, we weren't having that much fun. Uh, did it get the attention? Like, it seems like of, it would be fun. But uh, it did it get the attention so, of other people? Of other artists? Did, I, what, did what get the attention? Your music get the attention of other artists. Oh, the music we were making for for films and commercials, or no, the music kids music. Music. Oh, kids music. Um, I think once it started playing on Kids Place Live, that yeah. there's a um, just an amazing community that's you know definitely yeah, got a lot of people here in the United States, but internationally. How did you hear of Kids Place Live? Amazing community of music makers. How did we hear about Kids Place Live? We, we our first record, um, we had one song that we won an award for. Yes. And we got to play it live at Lincoln Center, which was cool. Um, and they started playing it on the radio. It was, it was kind of an acapella old school song. I mean, that was when you were nobody, radio. right? And everyone thought, whoa, who are you? That was your yeah, show. Well, we weren't in the kids' music scene, for sure. And then you got the attention of Sorry, Mindy. Then you got the attention of Mindy. Yeah, we had um we we had some meetings with people in New York after we won this one award for this one song called When You're a Dog. And um one of the people we met with said, Your music is so great. I think you should try to send it to Kids This Live and you never know what'll happen. Who was and that just, person? You know, that person was somebody who worked with Laurie Bergner. What? <laughs> you mean Elizabeth yeah. Walton Frazier, the big gut boss of Lori Berkner? And it, you, you think you've all known Lori Berkner before? We did not really. I knew about Lori Berkner. I, I knew, like, we are the dinosaurs. I feel oh, like that was, what? Like, I knew about Lori Berkner. I used to okay. have a radio show in college. Oh, really? And uh, one of my, my, my friend who I, we ended up having a radio show together eventually, one of my best friends, Marcy. Grew up in New York, in New York City, and she was a nanny sometimes for work. And she Ooh. went to some birthday parties where Lori Berkner was the performer. The start um, of the Yeah, and um, so she had these CDs of Lori Berkner's, and sometimes on our college radio show, this we would was play the early some Lori Berkner songs, even though it wasn't for kids. We would just like throw one in there because we loved them so much. And my favorite one was fruit salad salsa. This was in the early 2000s when she started, am I right? And what was the college radio show called? Um, Wham. Oh, the, the Wham radio station. station's called WAMH, Wham. But our, I, think I, I think my show with my best, with my friend Marcy was called Sometimes I Feel. <laughs> I oh, yeah. I think that's what it was. Sometimes I feel and oh yeah, are yeah. you still friends with that Marcy? 
Wait, yeah, could it be Marcy Marxer? <laughs> no, Marcy. not Marcy Marxer, no. Oh, <laughs> disappointed. I got disappointed. Uh, so what was the feeling like when you got the phone call from Mindy asking that, hey, your song has been chosen for playback on... You know what's crazy is I think I was in the grocery store. Oh, were you? Yeah, and she called. Um, and I was like, I don't recognize this number. I'll answer. Mm. And it, I sent the record that had the um, award-winning song, but I also sent a new song that we were working on. What was and it called? It wasn't quite finished. What was the song? And I was, I was like, but I think they're, I think that maybe they want to hear it. Maybe no. they could play it. Little bit. And of it you. was called Little Bit of You. Ooh, little bit of you. My and favorite. she called and she said, I am flipping out about this song. I love it so much. I want to play it. I want so much more music. Um, and we were so excited. We we had finished Little Bit of You all except for the trombone part. That's right. And I had this idea. And I said, don't play it yet. Let me get the trombone player over first. And we called up our friend Gabe. Um, and Gabe came over at the Caves. Yeah, that's right. Most of our friends are named Gabe. Yeah, everybody we know, yeah. except for you. That's right. Yeah. yeah, I'm the only. I'm the I'm one out. I'm I'm the Mirabelle of your friends because you are special. I see you. I have a gift. I have that's a. Right. You are the gift, Matt. I have no gift. So you guys and Mindy were inseparable. What you know was this when it happened? Oh. Uh, let's see. No, you mean when I, I answer the phone in the grocery store? Yes. <laughs> you were best friends. When was that? When was Little Bit of You? 2013, 14? Yeah. And then, uh, you, you knew that, uh, so you started to fall in love with what Mindy did, right? Any thoughts on Mindy's? You know, we actually didn't listen to Kids Place Live. No, we didn't. Much. Yeah, um, we didn't. We had we, like an old car with no... No we like absolutely know. love Mindy as a human. We've gotten to meet her a few times, and we've, we've hung out. And well, and after they started and, playing yeah. some of our music, um, then we also, we have some other friends that live in D.C. Yeah. And huh? so I think we have some, friends we have some other friends who live in Washington, Washington D.C. Where Sirius XM. Where Sirius XM kids live. Like Andres? And, or... Um, well, we know we Andres now. Yeah, yeah, now we know Andres, but we <laughs> didn't know Andres then. Yeah. Um, and I don't we, think he lived then. No, but but we thought, oh, we'll go visit our friends, and um, we went. We and I, I said, or I don't remember how how it came about, but she said, you've got to come play at Kids Place Live. Yeah. If you're gonna be nearby, you got to play, come play. The rumpus room. Yeah, so yeah. we that was um, then played concerts and got to know her and got to know everybody at Kids Place Live, yeah. Penny and Tori, um, and, and they've been at it for two decades. I mean. What are they like as humans? Amazing people. They are real people. Yeah. And they're <laughs> so funny and yeah. so hardworking. Yeah. And they really care about good music for kids, which is what it's all about. And they really and care about families. And, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do love what they do right now. I mean, their mission is necessary for uplifting kids in these times. Oh, and uh, what was it like when you heard Wow in the World for the first time? Wow Where in the World came out. Yeah, Wow in the World came out about um, a year Five years ago. Two, two years after we started Ear Snacks. Yeah, we started Ear Snacks, and there at that time in 2015, the summer of 2015, um, there were only like there a dozen a podcasts. kids' podcasts yeah. out in the world. Uh, Great Song was um, around, right? Brains On was one of the first ones, yeah. And but Tumble they never found a voice. 
They never found a wish? They never found a voice or popularity. What was the other oh. podcast you brought up? Um, oh, a Tumble Science Podcast for Kids. Yeah, um, I know them. Yeah, and and Story, Story Pirates was around Kitty back Kitty. then as a podcast. There's a, there a handful of them that we, over um, about a year after we started Ear Snacks. Oh, yeah, um, and your pal Kitty Feldy, of course. Book Club for Kids, Kitty Feldy's Book Club for Kids, absolutely. I'm loyal to her, too. <laughs> she's wonderful. Um, and does she live back here in Los Angeles, or does she move away? She can. She's, I think she's here with us. Sometimes, um, yeah. Yeah, anyway, so we... We started a collective with uh, mostly with Lindsay and Marshall from Tumble and then a, few, a handful of other podcasts, including Kitties. Um, we started a collective called Kids Listen, which helped promote the idea of kids podcasts. We wanted to support people making kids podcasts. And we wanted to make sure that uh, they reached a larger audience and that they their material was as high quality as possible. Um, and in that process, we invited Mindy to become part of Kids Listen, as we knew she, working with Guy Raz, was were thinking about creating some kind of. They had done this uh, show on the radio called uh, uh, Breakfast Blast Newscast. Is that that was a segment on Mindy's show, right? A segment on Mindy's show she did with Guy, um, and then they wanted to think of how they could turn it into, you know, a podcast. And they didn't know what it was or where it was going to live. And it's because uh, because they want to expand out of outside whoever subscribed to SiriusXM, right? They want to expand and get bigger. Yeah, it's a different audience and it's a different kind of model. Um, but it's you know. I remember when I first heard it. Um, we were I was listening with Izzy. Izzy was like how old? Oh, like two. Uh, he was like little. two. Yeah, yeah. Two or three. And I remember, um, you know, Guy has a lot of podcasts, and Guy's you know was on NPR at the time, and um, I remember listening to it with Izzy and Izzy giggling just like so much and yeah. loving it so much and I remember him saying um he said mommy I want you to play more of Mindy's show yeah and I thought that was like such a great thing and yeah. I remember um tweeting yeah. that not Guy Raz's show guy. I was like Mindy's sorry show. guy yeah this is Mindy's show <laughs> and he said you're right yeah she's she's the star um, and you saw Wow in the World live in person am I right the yeah, party. Yeah, we did get that to see that so in LA. Fun. That was awesome. Oh, what a yeah. good show! Can you describe show. it to me? Such a great show. Yeah, they they capture the you know it's it's much it's uh, I guess shorter than a podcast. Like podcasts, they kind of go off onto some more fantastical journeys, and it's more like a game show, I would say. Um, but the pop ups were there on stage. You know, we're friends with um, with them as well. Uh, you know, they've they've come out here. Jason's a good friend. Yeah, in fact, I could actually use you as my representatives. Oh, really? Put <laughs> me in touch with all these other people because I'm finding it a hard time myself. They are amazing, and you know they feel this... hard. Everyone's so busy, and especially if we have kids. Yeah, just... yeah. Once once you've started hard to get. Kids, yeah. You will. You will... <laughs> it's a busy. It's hard life. to get free. But the, the the stage show was amazing. Yeah, and would you find it hard to believe that it all started five years ago? You know, wow. these, these things pick up. It's kind of cool. It's I'm cool actually they go. planning a secret project, which I can't leak right now. Ooh. I'll talk to you a little more about it, but um, <laughs> do you think Wow in the World was probably like the juggernaut, the trigger, the, the bomb that helped kids podcasting explode in general? Considering Definitely. it's Guy Raz, and Guy Raz is the, like, the main drag or the clickbait or... You know, I don't know if it was Guy Raz necessarily, but it was certainly uh, NPR and get NPR investing in this idea of kids' podcasts. Yeah, that was really. back when it was NPR, right? Because now it's under a whole new distributor. Yeah, now it's under 
now it's under a different umbrella, and um, it's you know, Wow in the World was was absolutely one of the big big reasons why kids podcast exploded um, among among men. And how did it help you guys grow? Any thoughts on how it helped you guys expand? Well, definitely um, when we were starting Kids Listen with all those amazing other podcasters, we all want everyone to love podcasts so much. We just think they're such a great thing. And um, that Wow in the World has really encouraged people to love podcasts too. So we all kind of have to everything's exploding even julie andrews got never oh i forgot she has a podcast have you heard that one yes what do you think about it beautiful if only they would go on for so long i just don't know why julie andrews suddenly quit because everything that involves julie andrews doesn't last long because she wants to try everything else and live her life what are your other favorite podcasts story pirate in fact, Megan followed me on Twitter, and I was like, whoa, how did you know me? How did you see me? I just listened to the story pirates. How did you get to know me? I also love, uh, I also really, really love Tumble. I was honored to have the people of Tumble on. Yeah. yeah and I, and Marshall have been moving all over. Yeah, they're just like you guys, and... Uh, there was a time when I liked Mick Sullivan's Fast and Curious. Oh, I love that show so much. He makes the music. I, I really love Brain Zone so much. In fact, I actually woke up very early in the morning to join Molly Markins. Because <laughs> these guys are insane. I mean, I could take over their headquarters and run <laughs> everything in Brain Zone. And, of course... It's impossible not mentioning Kitty. She's a kindred spirit, really. And how would you describe her? Because I describe her a lot. She respects kids so much. Um, she, you know, she worked uh, as a public radio host for a while, and what she she's a real journalist. Well, she's yeah. a real journalist, and one of the things, the segments that she loved the most about doing that kind of work was real was bringing kids on to talk in their own words about how they experience stories, and actually that's one of the best educational tools for kids, is to really also get their own Sandin. insights on what they think about stories. Also Sandin as well, and Mark. i actually starting to love Melon's house party as well, because they're from... Oh, Melon. I haven't heard that yet. You must hear it! Great okay. stories. And I heard you worked on something related to Vivo. We did. We were consultants on the Vivo podcast. Which what? We love that movie. What was it and, like working with the big man Lin Manuel Miranda? We did not work with yeah, Lin Manuel, but we did work with um, Adonde Media and um, the team there. Um, you never worked with Lin Manuel. So sad. I mean, I could have asked you about. Encanto, but oh, oh, maybe one day. Oh, how, what kids. a dream! I know that would be amazing. What a dream! What is your favorite part of Encanto? Everything, including Bruno. It's hard you to like imagine Bruno? it without Bruno because he's he's a he's a great he's a he's a dramatic guy. Somebody give Bruno his podcast, and maybe you oh, can. Yeah, produce I it. would listen to a Bruno podcast for sure. Yeah, talking to Peter 
And I never thought that Stephanie Beatrice could sing that high, like, do you be like, Mary Pepper? You guys know her from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, right? Absolutely. And did you think she could sing that, those high notes? I would not have thought that. I don't probably seen her in some other stuff, but I've only, yeah. I was amazed when I found out it was her singing. Anyway, let's go back to that ear snacks thing. So, I just don't know how did you how did you come up with the ear snacks name? Oh, that was Andrew's idea. That's my idea. I don't know why. Why did I think that that was a good name? I don't know. Why? But you said well, we could call it ear snacks, and yeah. I said that's it. And he said, shouldn't we think of a lot of different names and like really like you know yeah. make really make lists? I like make lists. lists. Yeah. And I was like, why? You yeah. already have got the perfectly good. Perfect name. Let's go. So now you're you're you've expanded into a weekly format and you're finally getting getting up there with all the other big ones. And uh, you know, what's it like, you know, finally bringing the podcast to life weekly with brand new formats and brand new with with and exploring everything that kids love. What's it like? We've tried lots of different formats, you know, it's it, for, like you said, like really the thing that we love the most is like finding that right topic that kids can really talk about and then trying to explode it into all kinds of different areas and making imaginative stuff, narrative stuff about it, writing music about it, talking to amazing experts about it. So it's, you know, it's one of our favorite things to do. And it's so amazing to know that kids and families are listening and, and curious um, and they're so Absolutely. curious and when we hear from fans that they want to be on the show we get so excited and they, they usually say i listened to this one episode and i really loved it or this is my favorite part yeah. and i these would love to these are the things that i want to talk yeah. about and that is our happiest place is when we're knowing what do kids want to talk about what are they thinking about so and kids' fascination with the world is what drives you. That's Absolutely. basically the whole synopsis of a kids' podcast about the world. So you can do anything. Is it possible that there will a kid like say, "Hi, Andrew and Molly, can we talk about Bruno on the show?" Yeah, yeah we should do an episode about Bruno. Ear snacks, Bruno. Done. Yeah, ear snacks, Bruno, and you must get John Leguizamo on. <laughs> Try yeah, to get him. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? We've had, we've had a lot of voice actors on the show, which is really an exciting way for, you know, adult experts to inspire kids about what they can do with their own voices. Another thing I liked about uh, about the podcast is your mixtapes that you used to do. Uh, I mean, how fun is it to work on that? It is super fun. Um, Polly, I think you have a time out pretty soon. Yeah, we should probably go in about five minutes. Um, yeah, and I, I'm happy to talk for a few more minutes if that's helpful for you, uh, Matt. The mixtapes are awesome. We we love uh, kindy music. We love knowing kindy music and supporting kindy musicians. We have an audience that listens to Ear Snacks who know us, but they might not know all these other amazing musicians who are making great work out there. And it's so kind of like um, try to share it when, we when you uh, are hanging out with your friends and, you know, in the before times before COVID, yeah. and you're like, you know, it's like, like say you some... have like, you have something to eat and it's just like so delicious and you're like, oh my gosh, I wish I could have my friends over and they could try this too. Yeah, or, it's like something, it's like an introduction to the world of children's music, especially yeah. if you yeah. 
know it exists. That's how I fell into it. Yeah. yeah, so we just, when we do the mixtapes, we love knowing that um, we can share this amazing work that, that people we know are creating and that we'll get, they'll get, the, those artists will get new listeners and the people who listen to us will um, uh, have something new that, you know, it's not just, uh, we love Encanto and we love things that Disney makes, but Disney's a great big company and they, they don't can need put any up help. billboards yeah. and they don't need any <laughs> help. People, they don't need us to advertise for them. Yeah. But um, the people that we know that are working hard every day, yeah. playing birthday parties and going to the libraries and teaching releasing singles, and releasing doing singles, Zoom concerts, making albums, doing yeah. Zoom concerts, um, those people that make this amazing music, yeah. everyone should hear them. That's right. Yeah, and and that's how I got introduced to you guys and to all the others. It's a love affair. It was actually the start of a love affair with music, that's with this kind of music. Too. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to pop off, and I'm just going to tell Andrew something about dinner real quick, okay. and then he'll be right back on to spend a few more minutes. But I just loved meeting you. Thank you so much for talking today. Yeah, where can we... Okay, and before we go, where can we find you? Oh, uh, you can find all our music at andrewandpaula.com and more about the podcast at earsnacks.org. <laughs> yeah, if only we had more time. I mean, we could do this more often. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think Andrew's going to talk to you for a few more minutes, but give me just one second. I'm, we're just going to go off camera, and, I'll, and he'll Thank be right you. back. Love you, love you. Yeah, okay, don't, bye. Don't, don't leave. I'll be right back.